the Fresno Focus Radio Hour. This is the No Focus Radio Hour. Comedy and insight from the greatest minds in Fresno. A Lito Mine Media Production. That's right, this is the No Focus Radio Hour. We want to remind you to subscribe to the No Focus Radio Hour. We are available wherever podcasts are sold. And remember to subscribe and leave a review. It helps others discover our show. And while you're reviewing, keep in mind that five stars is the correct number of stars. If you enjoy our show, share it with your friends. And if you hate it, share it with your enemies. Become a member of the No Focus Radio Club at nofocusradio.com for exclusive content and merch. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at nofocusradio. You can find the rest of Light Mind Media's podcast and radio shows like We Read at lightomindmedia.com. I can't be with you, you can't be true. You can't be true. And I know just what I got to do. I got to do, got to do. Run it! Run it! Run it! Just as fast as I could back. This is the No Focus Radio Hour, the only radio show made for those who live in the Central Valley, for those who love the Central Valley, and for those who once heard of the Princess Fresno Valley. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. This is the only radio show for those who miss the Central Valley, for those who long to, to live, live in the Central Valley. That's right. Yeah, I still like love the Central Valley. I like Come love on. the Central Valley. That's good. Yeah, let's, let's keep uh, the love. Let's, <laughs> let's share the love. As always, we have our beautiful cast of characters. We have the doorman, Eric Orm. Hey, Fresno! I don't know. I just felt like doing that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, it's a little, uh, you know, homage to the uh, guy that says goal, you know. Goal! Goal! Anyway, we also have with us, uh, he is a teaching legend. He's going to be back at it, teaching kids yes. how to make, they're going to be the next um, Scorsese's, Mr. Marty Stupidasso. Hey, I'm still recovering from the Logan Mayweather fight. I don't know what was going on with that, but Did it was a big it? ripoff for the people. You watched it? Yes. Well, what I we did. could, because Showtime kept knocking us out of their servers because they were not prepared. Wow. And the entire fight was nothing to watch. That's I, I heard. I heard there was at one point that uh, it looked like that uh, Logan got basically knocked out. Yeah, Mayweather his, held him up, yeah. and, and then they, you know, and then the the round was over, and right. he was able to continue. Like it was a joke. It would have been joke. more entertaining to watch him go out to dinner and make out <laughs> compared to that fight. So, I, did, so did this guy over here? What's your name, sir? And did you watch the fight? My name is Max DeBoss. I'm here sipping on a future sponsor, a White Claw. Yeah, friends of the show. Of the show. Have them every week. Um, I didn't see the fight. I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? Yeah. You're yeah. a lucky man. Lucky. lucky I man. Uh, don't know. Yeah. 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 But <laughs> and over here in this missing seat is Don Schlitz because our guest was supposed to come tonight right. and did it. So we had to send him to Myrtle Beach to strong arm the guy to get him to come on to our show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he is, uh, you know, he's, he's on the he's plane doing, once again. This is the second time he had a flight. He's doing special ops. He is. Don, uh, he does special ops. He here does good, though. You know, he show. rounds up some pretty good guests. Yeah. So he's a good enforcer because he's tall yeah. and could, can be scary. He's People, right. not only do does he do polls, he rounds up guests. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Hey, um, Yes. Um, I went to a great restaurant last night. Wanted Where was to, this restaurant? Wanted to give it a shout out. It is um, Andiamo. It's Andiamo Italian restaurant on Shaw and Sunnyside area, mm. in between Sunnyside and Clovis Avenue. Little Italian restaurant. Uh, met some friends there, and uh, really great. I was surprised. Is it a you know, new place? Or? No, it's been there uh, since the dawn of time. It, <laughs> it was uh, used to be called Vitucci's years ago. Oh, Vitucci's. Yeah, yeah it's got to yes, be good. Yes. Ah. So what did you eat? So I was very, I was very happy. So my wife and I, we both can't have dairy, and it's very hard. Usually, I don't like Italian restaurants because yeah. everything, anything good has cheese on it. That's right. It. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Especially you know uh, like raviolis, but they had a dairy free. It was just a meat ravioli. With delicious red sauce and meat mm. sauce, no cheese on it, and it was really good. Wow. So we were both very happy. Um, they make their own bread. It's like delicious wow. bread. Soup was awesome. 
So a shout wow. out to um, Andiamo's. Yeah, they've been Clovis. there a long time, you say. Yeah. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, like there. old restaurants have been around for a while because, you know, they got to be good. They got to yeah, be good or else yeah. it wouldn't have survived. Especially so. in Fresno because, like, at Morro Bay, you could have a crappy restaurant because it relies on tour business. Right. But in Fresno, so you got to rely on local business. So if you've been around yeah, a long sure. time, you got to be good. That's very true. That's a good point. Yeah. Unless you're like, uh, is there any bad restaurants that have been around for a long time? I'm trying to think. I don't think so. No, because they come and go pretty they McDonald's, do. but you know, that's a... <laughs> yeah, but you're right. They do come and go pretty quick, yeah. uh, pretty quick if they're bad. Um, yeah, so speaking of, that was an old restaurant, but there are, you know, there's a couple new restaurants come to town. This article is brought to us by our friends at the Fresno Bee, um, actually a friend of the show, Bethany uh, Clough. I love yeah. her. She's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So there are three new restaurants coming. Um, she talks about a, another new Mediterranean restaurant. This is called Petra's Mediterranean. Mediterranean food's the best. It is the best. Mm. Yes, and as a person um, whose family is from the Mediterranean, I'm not saying that because I'm biased. I'm saying it because it's just the best food. Well, you're you're an aficionado then. This is I true. mean, if if this place you know passes, have you? Okay, so did you eat there yet? No, no, no. So this place has to pass. It's got to pass a mustard. The DeBoss test. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll see if it does. Um, but it's, uh, it's Jordanian. Um, it's named after the city in Jordan, the city made of rocks, Petra, which I, oh, yeah, I've yeah. been to before. You might have seen really? it in um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Is that where you seen get the it? words like petroglyph? Yes. Petra. Yeah. Okay, good. Petra is gorgeous. If you ever have a chance, take a That city a is amazing. I saw a thing about it. Uh, sorry to get you a little off track. No, but no, I saw a great. thing about it, and uh, it, it was one time a bustling uh, trade uh, yes. area, right? I mean, you look at it now, and it's just barren. There's it's nothing barren. out there. Yeah. Isn't it all carved out of rocks? Yes, yeah. it's all in the mountains. And the one part you do see is really just the front part. You know, it's the part everybody knows of. But as you yeah. keep on going, I mean, this was a it's a big city. Yeah. Uh, all in the rock. So as you go up, I mean, there's just things everywhere. It's really incredible. I mean, it would almost, okay, would it, would it be kind of like going to uh, uh, Utah and walking through, you know, some of the big cavernous, like, you know, where Lake Powell is and stuff, but well, there's no water. You know what I mean? Out hiking out there. But they carved got, buildings the, into the yeah, rock. The yeah, big, the big carved, it's just rocky. It's called walls rock, of rock, Gorgeous, right? yeah, gorgeous yeah, yeah. buildings. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. So um, it's named after Petra. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's coming. It's going to be on Blackstone. So I don't know where I'm on Blackstone. I'm excited about this. I want to go there. You know, we should do mm. a live recording. <laughs> we from, should. Yeah. We won't. We won't. We never will. But we won't. But we'll we do should. It. We'll do yeah. it in the back of the truck. Yeah. That's what we'll do. It's going to be great. Yeah. Because they uh, won't let us in. That's right. Um, there's another new <laughs> place called... I don't actually understand what this is telling me. Oh, it's a Lime and Basil. It's a far restaurant. Well, um, they say that it's literally the only thing on the menu. There's just 19 types of pho, and I love pho. Pho so. is great, but don't really? they have to have like a number in it, like pho seven seven seven? Yes, they use the good ones do. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so this one doesn't. So I'm a little bit. Hmm. What's the name of it again? It's just called. It's called lime n basil with an n. Lime wow. and basil. Um, it's two suspect, sisters. I don't know if they're. Um, that would have been a that would have been a great name. Two Vietnamese sisters or, or where yeah. they're from. Two, Two sisters, sisters that, would that would have, have a name. That's See, nice too. Now they're going. Oh, we already got the business license. I know. And they come up with this. Let's great open name. it. Let's open Two Sisters Five. It'll just be yeah, just be us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love Are you guys it. sisters? No, brothers? No. 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 You can be. No. Twenty twenty one. I guess so. Yeah. That's right. Would be anything we want. That's right. Yeah. There's also a new pizza restaurant called La Pizza Nostra, which means our pizza. Um, I don't actually know that. I just read it. Uh, oh, okay. Also, yeah. wow, you know, do they have dairy free or gluten free options? Yeah. Let's you know see. Uh, oh, this is it's in the old double play pizza off of a Gettysburg and uh, Willow area. Is that okay. Mm, yeah. yeah, that's okay. doable. That's doable because um, pizza is good, see. especially you know if they have the right type of pizza. Because yeah. we got to order several pizzas in my house. My son only likes cheese pizza because you know he's a mutant, and my <laughs> daughter can't have gluten because she's a mutant. And yeah. me, I just like you know a lot of meat and everything else on it. So you guys are gonna have all these pizzas? Yeah, we order have like three to four pizzas. Wow, it's oh, that's great. Wow. Uh, I do. I miss pizza. Pizzas. Oh, there's one food I miss. Pizza's probably up there. Wow, one of the number ones. Now this is interesting. Uh, this guy's been in the pizza industry for 28 years. That's a long time. Long time in the pizza yeah. industry. But this is one thing that kind of I don't know if it scares me. I guess we'll see. Um, this is his quote: "Pizza is pizza." But I think pizza has a tendency to have something magical. But I mean, like, if 
don't know. I feel like when you say like pizza's pizza, that's kind of like it's kind of yeah. magical. I don't know. Monkeys are jumping out my pizza. Yeah, yeah. it kind of just feels like yeah, frozen pizza's yeah. the same as a great handmade pizza. That's right. Forget uh, about it. Pizza's so pizza, but it so has I don't to have know. something magical. But he does have. Oh, this is pretty good. He has an elote mm. pizza, Mexican corn turned into a pizza with butter, cajota cheese, chili powder, and mayo. Sounds pretty awesome, actually. Wow. Mayo, mayo mm. on pizza—that's kind of odd. Hmm. Mm. But I'll love, try anything. I'm I love mayo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too, but I never had it on pizza. I'm willing to try it. Yeah. So uh, those are the those are the three new restaurants coming to town, coming to Fresno. So check those out. Um, speaking of restaurants, there's been okay. a little bit of a uh, controversy, ker- controversy, a kerfuffle, controversy. if you will. Yes. Um, uh, tell us about it. Involving, yeah. uh, well, you know, this article was, again, from Bethany okay. uh, Fresno B. Uh, she's a busy girl. She's very busy. <laughs> There's a lot of food stuff going on out there. Oh, yeah, Fresno, bustling. Yeah. Uh, she yeah. Uh, uh, had an article here uh, that was talking about how um, the Westwoods owner, Dave Franzer, was a little upset at Chick-fil-A, I guess, because of the drive through line that Chick-fil-A has. It goes all uh-huh. the way. You know, unfortunately, the Chick-fil-A drive through line, I've been in that thing, and it does. It, it wraps around the backside of oh. Joanne's. You know, it used to wrap around center. the front of Joanne's. Yeah. And, and all then, that drove oh, me crazy because I would be there and people try to back out, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're locked in there. Yeah, yeah you can't go crazy. anywhere. Um, but now this thing goes and wraps around the back of Joanne's and apparently comes all the way down to Westwoods, that and, is you know, insane. and his complaint is that, well, you know, it, it's it's uh, driving my customers away. It's making it inconvenient for him. People can't can't uh, the employees can't park anywhere. He can't get deliveries and all this stuff. So anyway, he's he's kind of uh, upset about that. And uh, but also it does say that I think in Santaya Rose, I think, who is the uh, communications director, is that what is, what is she? What is her title for Fresno? It's in the article here. Let's she, see. Uh, she's basically the uh, like PIO, the information officer. She said that uh, Chick Fil A did. They have already uh, asked for permits to. Uh, they're going to do a double drive-through lane. They're trying to fix this, mm-hmm. so they're going to do a double uh, drive-through lane. And then also kind of expand the building itself a little bit right. there. Because Westwood um, is a barbecue place on the far end Westwood of Westwood is a barbecue place on the far end. Yeah, it's on, oh, it goes. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a so good place. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Chick-fil-A line is insane. They but try to get it moving as quickly as possible, but it keeps building Well, up. you know, and I mean, also you have In-N-Out right there with it. Here's the deal. You do, you do, you do uh, um, you know, you do wait a little bit. It is fast, though. Actually, yeah. I, really, for Chick-fil-A, i got to hand it to Chick-fil-A. They do an amazing job of getting your food out there, getting you through that line as quick as they can. Um, yeah, I know it, it probably is a little bit inconvenient uh, for everyone, and I understand. And the other thing, the other problem with that parking lot and that whole um, area is that they have In-N-Out. And mm-hmm. now another popular drive-through right. burger place. In-N-Out's right? In-N-Out's quick, but still the line keeps piling oh, up. Man. And that goes right down the center of a parking Yeah, that area. one's in the center. That's That one you still get yeah. stuck in if you're parking somewhere. Um, the, the other thing, though, too, is you can't blame these places for being popular. What, well, that's you, what I was going to say. So, you know, fans are who I... Who, we like, you know, so far on the show, I think we've been decent fans of his yeah. restaurants. and, But, you know, he's saying here what his quote is, uh, Chick-fil-A's being a bad neighbor. Aww. And, like, I don't know. Like, Chick-fil-A just makes delicious chicken sandwiches. They really do. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what to, it's not really their fault. It really, it's the, it's the uh, landlord, whoever owns that area. Well, listen, I'm sure when right? they built, yeah, because I would think, right, when they built this, when they built this little shopping center up, they had to... Adhere to some rules. Right. The drive-throughs had to be, you know, so accessible by so right. much. So I mean, it's not like that. This thing was just plopped down illegally. Well, a little history. You know? That yeah. used to be a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did. true. It yeah. was a Krispy, Krispy Kreme. Kreme was there, and I love Krispy Kreme because I wake up at three in the morning, can't sleep, and go. I always know Krispy Kreme's open. Uh, you get mm. to know. I, I don't go there, but I know it's open, it and was, it's comforting. It was. It's a very nice thought. It's like yeah. you wake up, the world could be just going to crap, but you know. Somewhere out there, they're making a fresh glazed donut. And, yeah, the, and you, you have that dream that clowns are eating your feet, as you do. And, um, you know, you <laughs> yeah. know that there's a Krispy Kreme donut out there. You just got to get in your car and drive there. You know well, what's a scary dream is waking up and, and in your dream and thinking, you're looking down and it slops the clown eating, ah, eating your feet. Slops. Friend at, of the show. At Slops, friend of the show. Giving him a shout out, <laughs> baby. Give him a shout out on Instagram, Slops. Yeah. 
He loves everyone. He's great. Sorry. No, he is. Uh, but anyway, I was going to say, uh, uh, as far as Krispy Kreme, if, you, if you've been vaccinated, they still give you a free donut, don't they? I think it's going on for the year. I think for a year. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Uh, one every day you can get we a free donut there. We have one in anyway. Fresno again, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, it's down there by uh, Awful Bull or do by Do I got to bring my card or what? Yeah, I don't know. Which, I don't now know. I'm craving a Krispy Kreme Well, donut. we'll get to the mask thing in a little bit because- We're going yeah, to mask? Um, yeah, no, mask. Oh, mask. Mask. So I don't know. Yeah, that whole thing about asking for a vaccination card or just taking people's words. Anyways, what were you trying to say for the past five minutes? Uh, (laughs) Chick-fil-A here. You can't fault them. I I really think. Here's the deal. I I kind of feel, in a way, I'm kind of turned off here by by friends. I guess he posted this on some social media, right? Yeah, got angry at them. I'm kind of turned. I mean, it's like, listen, dude, you're a restaurateur. They're in the business. Right. You've had your problems with the city shutting you down. You've had issues with right. all of this stuff. I've been in that parking lot too. And let's say I haven't necessarily gone to his restaurant, but because they've been so busy, you can't find a parking place. Right. There's a lot of issues with that that actually with the uh, uh, parking spaces that there. Whole, they're a little that, bit sh- they're a little small yeah. and there's a lot of issues. Yeah, I, and all the people from Joanne's haven't been complaining and joanne's full of a bunch of crafters who are the well they are they the are world. now they're saying they don't go to to joanne's anymore really? because some of them do because of the the drive-through yeah. mess right? why don't they yeah. knit their own parking spots <laughs> that's a good idea that is Just that's saying. awesome yeah, yeah you could do that so my my whole the bottom line for me is listen you can't be mad at chick-fil-a for being such a popular restaurant i mean in all honesty maybe it's better for westwoods because if the line is so long, people might go, you know what? I don't want to be in this long line. I'm just going to go into Westwoods and get some fine food and some fine service. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going, this barbecue is smelling pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The longer you have them there, they're just going to want to walk in that's and get the idea. food. That's a good idea. You should be their spin doctor. There you go, yeah. So um, it's funny. Somebody did post in the comments, though. Uh, what uh, If you could scroll up, there's a funny comment. Oh, yeah, right here? No. Oh, yeah. Y'all, is, so someone just posted this. Uh, Arturo Mendez posted, y'all just mad because your food isn't as good as Chick-fil-A, in my opinion. So, That's you know, right. I think... Uh, <laughs> it is true. Maybe he's just being a hater at this point. I don't understand uh, what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, you know, I uh, I just finished listening to one of my favorite uh, podcasts. Ours? Uh, besides this okay, podcast. Good. So, <laughs> top podcasts are like... Uh, um, the No Focus Radio Hour. That's a good yeah, one. Obviously. I heard good things about uh, it. And after you listen to hours and hours and hours of that, and yeah. you, you run out of Yeah, there's then. another one. It's called, oh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like We Read. Uh, oh, We oh, Read. You guys yeah, know that yeah, one? That's yeah, good, too. Yeah, We that's, Read. Okay, it's We Read. That's great, uh, yeah. You can find those both at lightomymedia.com. Yeah. They're such a good uh, place, yeah. Yeah, it's a really beautiful just site. You know, they tell stories, and they entertain. <laughs> Storytelling yeah. is the best. And so, but there's another one called uh, Business Wars uh, by Wondery, which okay. is a fantastic podcast. And they did, um, they did a story of uh, Chick-fil-A versus KFC. And so during it, you hear the whole story of Chick-fil-A. Um, really interesting, though, his whole uh, method of just cooking chicken very fast. That was kind oh, of Chick-fil-A. his. The colonel. Chick-fil-A. Oh, the colonel, too. The colonel created that with his pressure cooker. The pressure cooker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Chick-fil-A figured out their deal was how can they cook um their idea was to cook chicken thin to make it cook even faster. So make oh. fillets really thin and then uh, be able to cook them very quickly but also crispy on the outside. And that was kind of his big invention. And then it was, well, it's so thin it's kind of hard to eat. So it was how can you get people to eat chicken on the go? And it was literally, I didn't realize this, like he created the chicken sandwich. Like their whole thing is like the original chicken sandwich mm. that apparently like wasn't a, like a thing that people did that often was make a sandwich just, out of chicken. Right. Yeah, that's Chick Fil A, right? Yeah, yeah, he actually like created the chicken sandwich. Wow. Was like a way wow. to eat, eat chicken on the go. Is that so. Mr. Fillet? Uh, Mr. Fillet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Because well, well, even the story. Sorry. Even the story yeah. of Colonel Sanders is amazing. If you ever get a chance yeah. to hear or read about the story of Colonel Sanders, he was. It's amazing. Uh, you know that he dyed his hair white because he was really a redhead. <laughs> Get out! Really? Yeah, true story. When he was young, when he was in his forties, he started dyeing it white, and his uh, so his mustache and things. So he looked like yeah, an, old, a ginger. an older. So he would look like the classic old Colonel, Colonel. Kentucky Colonel. Wow. So, well, that's a guy. I mean, listen, that's yeah. that's that's right there. That's uh, sacrificing for. Uh, he was the ultimate. He was the king yeah. of shtick, man. He was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's killer. No, I'm, uh, one more thing on that article. You know, the, the one, one thing they brought up, too, you were talking about uh, with, with chicken sandwiches that made me think of the drive-thru. You know, they're, they're also complaining that, you know, well, this is a big carbon footprint, and there's a lot of emissions, and these cars are sitting out here idling. And I was, like, thinking, you know, I don't know if people want to go down that road because, you know, if you really want to get rid of uh, – uh, 
I guess, uh, the carbon footprint, you just would take care of all, just basically all drive throughs would be illegal. Certain counties in California do not allow drive throughs for that very Berkeley? reason. Yeah. Yeah, Berkeley. Few others, yeah. <laughs> Berkeley doing that for sure, yeah. Well, it, in a way, it kind of makes sense. I mean, if you really want to cut emissions, that would be the way to do it. Unfortunately, it would, it would, it hurt an industry it that's would, yeah, now, exactly. that has relied on, you know, driving through um, and picking up stuff. So, I don't know, what do you do? But, uh, yep. Can't dance. So. You know, I'm going to um, do a new segment called i don't have any music here i'm just gonna pick one of our other songs well i think uh mr Stu could sing for us oh i'm not a singer here we go i'm gonna play this song (laughs) oh i'm playing marty's song sorry marty i stole your song okay this is this is called uh why do we say colonel like colonel oh that's it so you know a colonel spelled colonel oh yeah that's it's a weird spelling it's very strange right so uh colonel comes from the Italian word colonello, um, which in turn means colonna, which means column, right? So it comes from the word column because it was bestowed upon the commander of a column of troops. Okay. So Uh, um, my guess was like it meant officer, right, at some point. But but, I guess, but column, that makes sense, yeah. Right. Colonel sounds like colonel if it's a popcorn colonel. A popcorn colonel. Colonel, that's a different spelling, yeah. So the actual reason it started becoming colonel, and this is kind of, actually in, insane to me it's because it was a um uh it was the difference of at the time the, it was kind of their accent and the way it was a, uh, a southern accent so you'd yeah. say it quick like, colonel 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 say colonel 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 yeah. and then eventually it just became colonel 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 it's literally because lazy talking in an accent i didn't believe it but i kept on looking it up because it shocked me that that's why we say colonel it's actually pronounced colonel, but we just got lazy, and now we all say colonel, and that became the real pronunciation. Got him. Isn't that strange? Yeah. That's weird. Maybe we should just change the uh, the segment to English is stupid. Yeah. Isn't that so crazy? Well, no, it is crazy. Is, uh, I'm watching uh, Outlander right now, a TV show, entertainment pick, Outlander. Uh, we can't, you know, the show's set in Scotland, and we can't understand what the heck those guys are saying. I mean, they do speak uh, Gaelic, but... When they're trying to speak English, oh yeah, you can't understand what the heck they're saying. We have to use subtitles. So yeah, it's a lot of the slant, you know, like yeah. you're saying. It's just just the way Colonel. that it's said in in different areas, you know. Colonel, Colonel. So should we go back? Maybe we should have a. Uh, uh, we should go have a. Uh, uh, I don't want to say protest, but you a know, boycott go, of the word. Not a boycott, but maybe go back to saying it original, right? Have uh, a movement. That's a what movement. I'm for. I like a it. Movement. So instead of Colonel Mustard, it'd be Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. Colonel Mustard. With the Colonel Mustard. Yeah. Um, and that was, why is Colonel <laughs> pronounced Colonel? <laughs> A new segment from Light of My Media Production. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel. Colonel. Maybe we should do that. Like, what words don't sound like they are spelled? Um, yeah. Why? I'm, I'm adding this to our show notes. Well, why is Colonel pronounced Colonel? <laughs> like K-O-R-N-E-L? Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah. You know, my daughter is funny trying to, with my daughter now, she's kind of, you know, getting into language and trying to explain to her why the English language is the way it is. It's like driving me nuts. It's like it makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I like when they say things that should be correct, but they're not. And you got to go, well, that is how it should be, but it's not. Yeah. 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 And I'm kind of like, I'm, it's interesting. My my wife, of course, is a, a literacy teacher. And I have, I used to kind of, I don't want to say I was a stickler for English, but there was a time when I was an English major, and, you know, I thought, and it could be like the theater background where I just thought, you know, words, the way things were written are very important, you know, like that's, yeah. that's how they meant to write it. But then I also came to this conclusion, which is like, we just made up language. Yeah, it's all made like up. Like nobody, like it doesn't really matter, you yeah. know, like and language just changes over time. So I just came to the point where I just don't really care if people say something wrong or put a wrong word in the same in the place of another word i'm just like whatever who's to say you're wrong yeah because shakespeare created a lot of english as he went along a lot of the words we use are just shakespeare creations that was the point i was gonna make like i'll you know if you don't have a word for something and people just like make something up you're like well that's not the right word you're supposed to say you know whatever this you're supposed to pronounce it like this I go, well, well, who cares? Shakespeare made up words because he didn't have a word for it, so I'm making up words, too. And it's not yeah. like Latin 
it's not a dead language. It's still living. And so, yeah. hey, deal with it. I still, I still have a hard stuff. time trying to figure out where to put commas and stuff. I'm like, wait, do I put a comma there or not? And then I, oh. I, and then I think about what you just said. It's just like, you know what? This is just made up anyway. Made Who up. cares? I'll put it wherever I want. The thing I literally have never learned, and this is crazy, I have no clue how to use apostrophes correctly. Yeah. Like, especially if people's like DeBoss, like my last name. Yeah. If it's like DeBosses, yeah. do I put S-E-S? Like DeBoss... De boss, and then it? another es, or do I put in a de boss and then an apostrophe, or de boss then an apostrophe and s like de bosses? No clue, no <laughs> idea. It's funny because a lot of the they teach you all these rules, and then you know you pick up a book, you start reading, and all the good writers break all the rules. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They just do basically what they want to tell the story properly. And yeah. that was one of the things. So I had a, a teacher, uh, Mr. Andy Dominguez, my AP uh, lit teacher in, in uh, high school. And one of the things he did was every school teacher before that was a lot of, you know, learn the this method of writing and learn this method of writing. And, you know, this is the structure of a good whatever. Then in his class, we read like Vonnegut. Um, we read um, Ken Kesey. We read just all this, you know, people who broke every rule ever. Mm. And they are, you know, some of the greatest American writers. And right. so yeah. we just loved this stuff. And I love Mark Twain. And Mark Twain would just write how people spoke. You know. he, has he been canceled yet? Oh, Mark Twain's been big time canceled. Okay, good, good, good. Oh, yeah, it was a long time yeah, ago. He needs, that need oh, yeah, you do not want him no. being taught. Yeah. My gosh. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Well, uh. my, my favorite is um, the person I love the writing the most is Hunter S. Thompson. Mm. Like, I'll read Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas at least once a year because I love it. I love the writing so much. Um, I've I never, I've never read, read anything by him. Never. Really? Maybe I'm, I'm missing out, huh? I haven't read four. I, I, I read so. it in uh, maybe my f maybe June. No, what's the first year of college? Called freshman year of college, perhaps. Yeah, I remember really enjoying it. I should probably read it again, though. Yeah, um, I, I, I picked up a book. class, so I'm not. Yeah, Kurt Vonnegut. I picked up a book and I was just like, "What the is this?" You oh, know? I love Vonnegut. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah Vonnegut's it's like, great. You can't put the thing down. It's crazy. Yeah, oh, another one of my favorites is Bradbury. Oh. Golly. I love Ray Bradbury. He's fantastic. Got a bunch of his books. Every time I read Bradbury, he just amazes me. Yeah. He just gets better and better. He's just so good. Um, oh, man, we should do a book podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Ooh, I like it. We'll call it uh, Words. A lot of my media podcasts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, you know, we're going to go to a quick break. And the only reason I know that is because the music, I can hear the music coming up. Yep, there it is. Um, so I'm going to go to a quick break. And when um, we come back, we're going to hear about how a 16-year-old entrepreneur uh, made $1.7 million selling video games and outdoor heaters. We're going <laughs> to freaking brilliant. Uh, we're going to hear about um, a man who got stuck in a fan, and we're going to talk about the Fresno Zoo and do they actually need $38 million to build their new exhibit. Wow. Sounds like a lot of dolls. I'll yeah. donate a few dolls. All right. All right. We will uh, see you soon. Hi. Hi, everybody. This is your uh, host here, Max DeBoss. I just wanted to give you a little tip. Um, Father's Day is only... My gosh, a week away? Two weeks away? Two weeks. Anyway. I love Father's Day. Oh, it's, only, it's all about me. It's only two yeah. weeks away. Now That's another day you get forgotten? Yeah. Now, we <laughs> have too. a lot of fathers out there. Everybody has a father, right? Just kidding, honey. And, uh, you know, your father really deserves something good. He deserves something special. Yep. So I would recommend checking out fathersdaychocolate.com. Wait a minute. Are these the bourbon-infused chocolate? Oh, mm. They definitely have the bourbon-infused. That's fantastic. Now, for the viewers, actually, you know, check this out. Viewers, I'm going to pull up fathersdaychocolate.com. I'm going to go to fathersdaychocolate.com. And uh, for the listeners, you're just going to have to imagine. But for the viewers, here you go. Are they seeing it right now on their screen? They're going to see it as soon as I figure out how to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're not viewing, hey, you get to listen to us. That's right. One um, of my favorite Father's Day is my my wife asked me what I wanted. I and I was okay. I said, there I it is. A six pack of beer Ooh. and to play Battlefield unbothered for four hours. <laughs> and they let me do it. it was that sounds great. great. You go to Father'sDayChocolate.com. You're going to get led right to um, our wow. website here. There's some great gifts for your dad, but the one I would really they all recommend. Look delicious. I'd recommend the bourbon caramels, dark chocolate, bourbon caramels, Ooh. vanilla sea salt. The way we do this while we're cooking the caramels in, uh, you know, real cream, real butter, we add in real bourbon. We dump bourbon wow. in. It 
cooks into that caramel. And then uh, when we're done cooking the caramel, we enrobe it with chocolate. And then at the end, we top it with vanilla-infused sea salt. This is sea salt that's been soaked in real vanilla. And that's an acapella product, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's acapella brand. Now, will uh, do people have to be careful if the father's out there? Do they have to be careful eating these and driving, or uh, do you cook the not, alcohol not, out? Yeah, not because you're going to get drunk, but because they're so addictive. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, wow. you might just you might you might get really fat. You might oh, like, you might be so shoving many. them in your mouth and crashing and not thing. be exactly. able to yeah. pay attention to you the road. You might just yeah. you might have a uh, I don't want to you might have an experience if you will. So if you're in the car, you know, an experience fathers. that just throws you off, and you yeah. yeah, you got to be careful. If you're in the car, pull over, please, before yes, you before start. You Take a bite. Take a bite of these. fresh in copper right. kettles. Man, DeBoss chocolate does not miss a trick. Man, we don't. Yeah. And we do, it, we do it for real. So, uh, yeah, check that out. That's uh, fathersdaychocolate.com. Okay, I'm salivating. Caramels. I am salivating great. right now. And then um, our other sponsor is going to throw this out, uh, We Read. It's a oh, great podcast. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, I don't know if I fell behind yet because yeah. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. What oh, are they on now? Uh, right now we have the newest one. Here, I'll check this out guys a little taste you guys don't mind no do a little do taste it. of we read here we're gonna go, go for to the audio shows let's go here the newest one is um the straw the coal and the bean here i'm gonna give everybody a little a little mm. listen here light o mine media presents we read grim's fairy tales Welcome to We Read Grimm's Fairy Tales. Today's story is The Straw, the Coal, and the Bean. In a village dwelt a poor old woman who had gathered together a dish of beans and wanted to cook them. So she made a fire on her hearth, and that it might burn the quicker, she lighted it with a handful of straw. When she was emptying the beans into the pan, one dropped without her observing it and lay on the ground beside a straw, and soon afterwards a burning coal from the fire leapt down to the two. Then the straw began and said, Dear friends, from whence do you come here? The coal replied, I fortunately sprang out of the fire, and if I had not escaped by sheer force, my death would have been certain. I should have been burnt to ashes. The bean said, I, too, have escaped with a whole skin. But if the old woman had got me into the pan, I should have been made into broth without any mercy, like my comrades. That's awesome. That is a Maxim Breed boss. Am I right? Yeah. 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 I was going to say, who was that voice actor, That the male? He was amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. No, but really, the the, uh, female, uh, my wife, she's great. No, yeah. Breed's also very, very... uh, So, uh, and you know, there's other great, they're amazing actors. We have Eric Orem and his family, the entire Orem family. It's like the band Traps. Exactly. We have Marty Martucci, who does a whole plethora of voices. Word of the day, plethora. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out. Check it out. I really recommend. Yeah, really talent. recommend that uh, that show there. Are we ready? Oh, we're long coming commercial. back. Coming back. Long, long commercial. We're back. Hey, we're back, everybody. Hey, we've uh, we've got a guest. If you guys are ready uh, for a guest, do we really have he a guest? Says, he says he's joining now. Okay. Well, so we got a call in. We have reach. a call in. The straw, therefore, stretches. Oh, Whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, time, time out. Time out. We got some audio playing. She wants to be on the show again. We got some audio playing. We have a guest. Hello. Hey guys, are can you there? hear me? We can hey, hear you. There he is. Hey, sir. How's it going? What is up? It's going, man. It's Thursday, and I'm looking down the middle of a three-day weekend because I don't have to work tomorrow, boys. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Do you want to introduce yes. yourself? Who is this? Yeah, this is uh, Jason. And for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm actually related to Eric yeah. by family. Uh, <laughs> Eric's Eric's wife, Jennifer, and my wife, Amanda, are both stepsisters, so we have that dubious distinction of knowing each other that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've been in, uh, but, we've also been in shows together. Uh, you're, yep. a th- you're a big theater guy also. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Eric and I performed at a couple of uh, Good Company Players productions together, and uh, in fact, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm the one who roped you into GCP, wasn't I? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of, I think you kind of, yeah, talked me into it. I was doing, uh, doing a different thing. I was doing like dirt road productions, right? Doing is that, that. Is that what your stripper right. days? That was, yeah. 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 Dirt rope, yeah. yeah my well, stripper days. Yeah. Well, and if, and, you know, funny you mentioned that, Eric, because I think you came to see me in a production of Cyrano de Bergerac with Jennifer and Amanda, and you saw yep. me in those dead sexy tights, and you said, how do I get in those tights, <laughs> and how do I do it? I said, yeah, I want to, I want to do that. Give me in that, uh, give me in that old garb, right. 18th century yeah. garb, whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was a good show. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that was uh, when you were first starting to, to date your wife, right? Were, were you guys um, dating at that time? Yeah, that was in 2002. So we, we got yeah. married in 2003. So I think Amanda and I were about seven or eight months into the uh, the dating process during that time. So yeah, I, I, the, the tights definitely win, man. <laughs> Guys, wear tights if you want to get a chick. Yeah, tights. Right? That's right. That's right. Tights. Manly <laughs> men wear them. Do it to get Manly the chicks. Men. Yeah. That's so right. Have you ever chicks been in a show? Have you ever been in a show with Max uh, down to theater? No, I don't think we have actually. Um. No, I don't think. I mean, uh, we might have. I don't know. Yeah, you know Max, right? Max the boss. Uh, I do know Max. Max, you went to? Did you go to Fresno State by any chance? I did. Yes. Uh, I think you and I might have had a class together at Fresno State. Oh, oh that's really cool. Wow. Right. Very cool. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I, just pretend. <laughs> your, your name? Yeah, we'll pretend. Max and I are old class buddies. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. We'll well, actually, pretend. you know what's funny though? You you. If it's just the name, you if it's the last name, you actually might have had a class with my brother, uh, Don Schlicks here, Justin DeBoss on the show. I mean, my well, he's not my brother, brother. He's, uh, <laughs> shares the same last name. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool so deal. Might have been him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we were in special forces together. Remember that? Back in Afghanistan? Jeez. Yeah, yeah, tough. Marty. You you recognize Marty, right? <laughs> <laughs> were you guys storming, storming with your tights on? You're doing oh, special yeah, we forces were in the with tights. your tights? You know, we were trying a new thing, but it worked. We yeah. uh, got out of there. Um, <laughs> so, so hey, thank you for joining us today. I know it was kind of last minute, and we didn't really prep you, so yep. we just kind of pulled you into the show. So Yeah. My pleasure. Yeah, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, we were, we were just going to um, – actually, Eric was just going to kind of uh, talk to us about a little story. We just – We'll kind of bring it up and, of course, share your opinions on this. Um, yeah. We'll have to quickly talk about There's this new story we heard here about a, a 16-year-old entrepreneur who reportedly brought in $1.7 million reselling video games, outdoor heaters, what? and above-ground swimming pools. Eric, what? tell me about this, man. Well, no, I just kind of glanced through this story. Yeah, so you, you basically hit it. I mean, the title says it all. So this, you missed part of this title. This, title for Sky High Prices During the Pandemic. Oh, sky High Prices. That's an important part of the yes. story. So basically, th this kid went out, and I guess he, uh, you know, he wanted to take kind of a little bit of advantage of the situation. You know, he saw an opportunity. And being an entrepreneur, he's like, all right, well, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll grab some of these things that people want and then I'll resell them to them, right, mm -hmm. at sky-high prices. He made a lot of money. And, and, you know, I was reading this article and they're kind of praising him for being this entrepreneur. He's, he has a business out of it now. Um, and I thought, you know, it's kind of funny because I, I, I went on the Internet and I pulled up an old story about a, a guy who uh, from the New York Times who uh, bought a lot of hand sanitizer and he got busted uh, by Amazon saying he was price gouging. Oh, no. Oh, him, you know him what? His, he, looks and, like we might have lost uh, Jason. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll pull him <laughs> back come in. back. Anyway, his, uh, uh, he, uh, uh, this, <laughs> it's like, technology is wonderful. <laughs> we're, we're on it, people. Jason, where are you? It's real. Join in when he's ready. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the New York Times article went on to say, basically, this guy and, and him and his buddies went out with, like, I mean, at one point with U-Hauls, and they were grabbing from the dollar store everything, all this hand sanitizer they could, because they saw there was going to be a need. Right. Uh, they got upset at him for price gouging, for doing that, for taking the hand for sanitizer. For doing the exact same thing. For doing the exact same thing this, this other guy, this other kid was doing. And I thought, wait a minute. That's right. not... It's kind of like I've been reading a lot about this. That reminds me, because you're right, I don't think that's fair. This idea of that guy saw an opportunity, which is, you know, people needed hand sanitizer, and he thought, well, I'm going to buy it and resell it. Yeah. Which is, by the way, how all the world works, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, people like licorice. Marty's here eating a red vine, right? He likes red vines. Now, straws. red vines <laughs> go and buy up all the sugar and, you know, cherry flavoring, whatever, and uh, sell it for more expensive than free. Right? Yeah. They can raise their prices, whatever they want, because we want red vines. Yeah. Nobody's getting, uh, well, people do get angry at them. But I just was listening today about how um, there's a big story about how, um, I forget who 
did the, oh, it was ProPublica did a big story about some of the richest people and the amount of taxes they paid. And, and they mm. did this weird thing where the numbers actually don't make sense, for one. But two, they're angry that these people like Jeff Bezos, Warren Buffett, and a couple others aren't paying taxes. They said they paid zero taxes on their on their current holdings on their things that are you know worth money okay um but yeah that that's how taxes work right because you you get you already paid your taxes so they're upset because they bought something and then they're not paying taxes on it that's like saying um hey eric you bought a house now you pay taxes on that yeah right yeah and uh it goes up in value and then you don't pay taxes on it while it's sitting there Well, well yeah correct until you sell it these guys aren't selling their business. So this whole article is angry with them about this sort of thing. But then they, in the same article, they dig into how it's not fair because these guys made money during the pandemic, right? They're so yeah. angry with them. They, they treat them like war profiteers, you know, like right. certain companies that raise their prices during wartime. My, it wasn't wartime, well, it was a pandemic. Well, and a matter of fact, uh, Amazon did do that. Amazon did raise their prices on a lot of stuff. Right. And yet this guy was selling the hand sanitizer through Amazon, and they said, no, 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 you can't do that. Right. So they're, they're kind of picking. And that's fine because they're their own business. They yeah. can pick and choose. But then what I don't like is when the government gets involved and they block this guy for selling his hand right. sanitizer, but then Amazon can still do what they want to do. Well, See, and, now that is getting to And that's kind of my thing. They're picking and choosing. And, and this article kind of does the same thing. They're angry with Amazon. They're angry with a couple other people, but mainly Amazon they're calling out for making money during the pandemic. And I'm going, but look, uh, Jeff Bezos started a company out of his garage. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and within 20 years, he created a company that every person in America – the very least used during the pandemic yeah. like without we couldn't leave our homes and thank god for jeff bezos who built an incredible company that delivers things in two days mm. to everybody even in the midst of a pandemic like that's incredible yeah because that helped me and my whole family survive the pandemic it helped yeah. people survive because you know, yeah. i would buy a mask and chase my kids around they'd be entertained for hours and right. you know it's because i got it through <laughs> amazon think about how many actual lives he saved because people were stuck at home couldn't go out because they had weak immune systems, but they had Amazon who brought them stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, your depression's best, a big deal. And if you I don't hope have they made stuff, a ton of money now, during now, the pandemic. Now, to not go down the conspiracy rabbit hole here, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, Jeff Bezos wasn't in uh, Wuhan, China at any time recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fauci was down there with Fauci. Yeah. What would really help my business? Hey, are you, are you back? On, are you back on there? Yeah, we lost I'm you for back. a second. I think I- I think I came on at the wrong time. You guys started talking about Jeff Bezos. Now I may be forced to log off. Uh oh. <laughs> no, we're just it's talking. It's all good. Yeah, we're we're just we'll, we'll catch up real quick. We're just talking about there's sure. these different articles that we're talking about. One kid made a lot of money during the pandemic, yeah. and uh, then also you know other people were trying to make money selling hand sanitizer during the pandemic, and they were seen as price gouging. So we're kind of talking about how there's just these two different articles, you know, about how some yeah. people provide a service. I mean, that's what they do. That's entrepreneurship, right? Mm-hmm. And then other, yeah. other, other people, you know, it just, I guess it's all in how they want it, you to be portraying or, or portrayed, I mean, or seen, um, you know. So we're talking about kind of the unfairness of it, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you're right. I'm looking at this other article. Uh, so this is from the New York Times. He had, dang it, there, I don't have a, I'm out of my free articles. You're the worst, New York Times. It's all right. We'll just do here. Open a private window. Here's a little Damn tip for you, you for winning money for your services. <laughs> so I don't know. What, what do you think about that as far as, uh, Jason, as far as uh, entrepreneurship? and so, I mean, do you think it would be okay for these guys? Like, you know, we know a lot of guys, the stories of people having their garages full of toilet paper and then selling yeah. it for whatever price. Now, my thing is if, if they could do that and if people want to pay that, well, I guess that's the way it should be, right? I mean, that's a free right. market. Yeah. Um, yeah. But when you get government and other people involved saying, well, no, 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 you can't do that. But wait, Amazon, they can charge whatever they want. It's okay. Then there's some problems there, right? Yeah, there are. And I think, you know, we live in a day and age right now where everybody is under, uh, I don't want to say a social microscope, but I think to some extent social media has made this a big thing because whenever you get such an outpouring of different opinions from different people, you hear one guy saying, you hear a pro Amazon guy saying, yeah, Amazon's the best. 
And then you hear some other stick in the mud saying, oh, boo, I hate Amazon. Amazon stinks. Yeah. Look, Amazon, Amazon is what Amazon is. And Jeff Bezos is what Jeff Bezos is. He is a businessman. Like Max said, he created uh, Amazon out of his garage. From that standpoint, it makes him no different than Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, Henry Ford. Uh, he, he is a guy that's in it to make money. And bottom line, he doesn't care if his system is corrupt. He doesn't care if it's politically correct or incorrect. He's out there to make a mighty and all-powerful buck. And also... Amazon is like any other big business, guys. Every big business falls under public scrutiny. It's happened. Uh, it's happened with the automotive industry. It's happened with uh, other big companies. Look at Apple. Apple hasn't been immune from all the from a lot of controversy over oh, yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, but getting back to the entrepreneurship, I mean, maybe we need to start redefining what entrepreneurship really is. Is it is it about creating the next generation of responsible businessmen? Or is it about creating the next generation of greedy businessmen? I don't know. Should we reassess it somehow? Well, and I guess that would be the question. You know, you, like when you use the term greedy, I mean, if people see a need and they fill that need or, right. you know, there's a service they yeah. provide, you know, and, and they do whatever they can to provide that service, mm-hmm. would that yeah. be greed? Now, you no. know, I mean, it depends on your motivations, right? If, if it's just the buck, okay. But then again, if you're a true entrepreneur, right, you're fulfilling yeah. a need, whatever. And, I mean, there's the thing. Uh, capitalism... True capitalism, right? Which we don't, we don't, you know, we don't have that here either. But true capitalism that doesn't have governments picking and choosing or holding certain people up and crushing others works for the most part because if somebody is greedy, we left. You stop using their products, right? Yeah. Like if something yeah. gets too expensive, you go, well, screw you. I'll go to somebody else. Yeah. So it, it ends up working, right? Which is nice. If we suck on our podcast, which we don't. Um, but if we did, there's other podcasts to listen to, right? Yeah. Um, if we yeah. raise our prices, you know, too We're high. We're giving it away for free still, right? It's free for right okay, now, good. though. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If you don't yeah. subscribe now. To the podcast. It's going to cost you. Yeah, because right. you can't get grandfathered in after a certain point. So once this, <laughs> once the you know, supply and demand, it's it's hitting us. Yeah, With inflation yeah. and everything going up right now, this podcast yep. is going to probably get 20, 30% we're, we're more We're like expensive. the Jeff Bezos here of podcast. We're like yes. the Amazon of podcast. You we're guys we're are. skyrocketing. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things. I, 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 totally feel, I totally feel price gouged right now. Get me off of here. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that our guest said was a social microscope. And unfortunately, mm. our social microscope has become a social canon. Oh, oh if yeah. you're under that, yeah. you are just going to get yep. destroyed by, you know, the social opinion. This is true. Yeah. Yeah, and you're never enough anymore, right? People forget that humans are imperfect, uh, which is funny because yep. we're all imperfect. So it's it's the same idea, yeah. you know. People get really upset at, um, I mean, uh, you know, you look at founding fathers or America. There's a general uh, consensus of America is bad now, and I go, yeah. well, no, America's not bad. America's just not perfect. But you know, we write that. You, you know, we even wrote, we we wrote a more perfect union, not a perfect union, right? Mm-hmm. We're trying to we're yeah. trying to get there. Yeah, where it's constantly working on it, and we we've made mistakes, and we fought wars over those mistakes, right? We've we've yeah. uh, you know half the country has fought other people to the death for those mistakes, yeah. and we're constantly trying to improve. And instead of looking at that, we're just under the social cannon, um, blowing each other up, as opposed to just saying, "Yes, look, uh, the actress from The Office won a pageant in 1999, and oops." Apparently, there was some bad ties to it. Oh, yeah. She's obviously not a racist. Let's yeah. move on. No, instead, we have to you know, destroy Who's her that? Life. Amber Heard? Ellie. Kimmy. Oh, Sh- Kimmy- oh Kimmy Schmidt. Ellie. Yeah, whoever. Kimmy who, who, Schmidt. Is that? who plays Kimmy Kel- Schmidt? Ellie Kemper? Is that her name? Yeah. Kimmy Schmidt? Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper, right? Is that her name? Yeah. They're on drugs. I think so. Yeah, okay. Oh, so that's who he's talking about. Yeah, I was trying to think of her name. Yeah. I think it's Ellie <laughs> Kemper. Yeah. Ellie Kemper. Yeah, she was the one that was, yeah, they said she was in some and, some yeah. uh, beauty pageant that she had has some a, way, she has, yeah. some she ties has a, way in the past. She, she has apologized. Uh, For what? But they but they want to they ruin her career. Yeah, she apologized well, because she said that at um, in 1999, when she was 19 years old, she participated in the debutante ball in her hometown of St. Louis. Um, it was a 100-year-old organization at that time. Um, and at one point... And it's, uh, you know, at one point, that ball was unquestionably sexist and elitist. And she was not aware of that history, but she's apologizing because ignorance is no excuse. And she acknowledges that because of her race, she has privilege. 
and she is the beneficiary of a system <laughs> that has dispensed unequal justice, unequal rewards. Uh, so it's pretty interesting because well, well, I I don't know like I feel like she was just a nineteen year old who won her local pageant. You know she well, didn't yeah. know. Now at at the time she's obviously in it. I mean I read a little bit about that that the the pageant had opened up. This organization had opened up. It wasn't didn't have the ties to the past. You know anymore the right. the, the, the same thoughts feelings. Uh, you know that the organization had previous. I mean it, it was a whole yeah. different organization at this point. It, it was more for the celebration of, uh, wasn't it for Mardi Gras, I think. I it think it's what it was, The, the yeah. Mardi Gras celebration itself, not about what the, the organization was in the past. So, yeah, so she's she's caught in that tidal wave. You know, I was just thinking, too, you know, if Jeff Bezos, if, if he would have been in this generation right now, and here he was in his garage trying to sell books, right, and, the, and against the bookstores, he probably never would have made it. They would have they would have said that he was price gouging. Oh yeah, they probably would have knocked him him down, and he never would have built Amazon. That's so, right. I forgot Amazon used to sell books. Huh? Yeah, they originally <laughs> sell. You know, that was the thing. I read. So I read. Did, it, baby. Yeah. I read a book on uh, you know him selling books, and yeah, I was talking about how he did that. He went to courses about opening your own bookstore, mm-hmm. having your own bookstore, this and that, and he went to these courses and yeah. stuff, and he saw this you know this this need or or this uh, way he could deliver books, which would be a lot better, and he could get a bigger customer base. Right. And then everybody got pissed at him because all the bookstores did because he's doing the mail. It was smart. He got into books not because he liked books, but because he just simply noticed that there was a need. A need. People yeah. searching for books, and he could do it for cheap because he could hire college kids to scour the towns and find mm. the right books. Yeah. That's so funny because that I haven't it. ordered a book from Amazon in forever. Yeah. I like I'll watch their videos, their movies, and mm, I'll right. buy all sorts of stuff from them like electronics and stuff. I haven't yeah. bought a book from them in years. You got a book barn for your books? Yes, I do. There yeah. you go. Book barn. <laughs> Business of the week. <laughs> Business of the week, book barn. Say hi to our, our buddy out there. Uh, what's his name? Derek, right? Derek, Derek yeah, yeah. Derek. He'll help you with Have you met Derek at, at uh, book barn there, Jason? I have not met Derek. I'm yeah. afraid not. Nice uh, guy, yeah. Real, you should go. You should go. go uh, say hi to Derek. Say from, hi to Derek. Uh, You'll know him when you see The him. No Focus Radio Hour. Yep. Yeah. yeah, tell them that uh, Eric Orm sent you. <laughs> I will do that. Yeah. I will upsell the podcast like a mofo. There you go. <laughs> so what? So, so what do you think? Any 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 closing thoughts on that uh, that idea there, Jason? Uh, going back to going back to entrepreneurship. Yeah, just entrepreneurship. Yeah, just what's kind of going on the cancel culture, everything, maybe anything. Well, I think you know Max hit on something very important earlier. He brought up three important words that we have to remember about entrepreneurship: supply and demand. Mm. Whenever you start a business, obviously you want a business to be successful. And the more popular your business becomes, the more you're going to need to increase the demand, hence the or the more you're going to need to increase the supply, hence the demand. Yeah. I mean, we'll take a take a look at Netflix for example. Netflix has constantly been uh, crucified in the court of public opinion because they continue to raise their prices because lo and behold, they're producing more original content. Mm. You can't make original content on a nickel and a dime. Yeah. You need to raise your prices. So in getting back to what we're saying here, entrepreneurship isn't possible without supply and demand. And I think what Max said earlier about that hits the nail right on the head. Any business can't be successful without supply and demand. So when you have all of that working and working in one collective machine, some of it's not going to work. Other bits, some of it will. A lot of businesses have thrived under certain types of models. Some businesses have it, you know. But the ones that are ultra uber successful, like the WalMarts, the Netflixes, the Amazons, they're going to continue to get crucified for doing what they're doing ultimately, which is making money. But as yeah. long as there is a demand, there has to be a supply. And you know what? Uh, I. No, oh, he died! Oh, he oh my God! Us. Well, I'm gonna. I'll, 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 I do have a. I have a demand for quality original movies from Netflix, and they just keep on lacking in their supply. So I'm not really <laughs> sure if they need to raise their prices even more uh, to give me some good movies. Then I'll, I'll happily pay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, we, we lost Jason there. He had a great. He was. He was going. He was on, on a roll. roll too. He was on man. a roll. It was, he's probably it was still nice. talking. But he's. But he's yeah. right. He is right. I mean, the supply and demand. And I think too, when you're on top, people are going to always want to knock you off. And the thing, like with Walmart or Amazon, you know, guess what? People are still going to order 
from them because yeah. they do provide a great service yeah. uh, and low prices and and people want to use their products so and i love being greeted by the little old ladies at uh, walmart they're very friendly and yes. i love going to my front porch and finding a package on mm. the doorstep that's there's no greater feeling almost you know, daily now it, yeah. it, it is yeah it's almost like christmas every day right yeah i mean that's the thing it's kind of gets you hooked in that part of your brain right yeah. the, the uh, reward part what is that part uh i just know that there's a part of my brain now <laughs> where i order so many things from amazon every time i get one i'm like oh I have no idea what this is. I know, yeah. It's like, <laughs> I literally, I literally have no that clue what I ordered. Bad. I'm always like, oh, what is it? No, I've gotten yeah. anything in a while, so I ordered a few things just to make just myself to happy. <laughs> yeah, future. I gotta look out for the future me. I like it. You, you, you choose ship dates way in the future, yeah. so you just never know. It's like in six months, I'm gonna get a pogo stick. And it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> That's true. You can, yeah, no, you can check. <laughs> yeah, you can choose the ship dates. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now, how much stuff do you actually return to Amazon? Like, I say, if you buy a lot of stuff, do you return yeah. just as much? You think? Or what? Um, I don't. I mean, I just buy my normal necessities from Amazon. You know, like I'll be like, "Oh, what I get?" And I open it up, and it's like Ziploc bags. Like, "Oh, gallon Ziploc bags." Woo! Oh, okay. But gotcha. um, no. But I mean, like I ordered this new chair. I'm sitting on here. It came broken. I'm if if uh, I don't return a lot because it's usually a pain. Okay. It's more such a pain to yep. uh, wrap it up, take it to some place. It's not worth it for me. It, yeah. If it was an expensive item. Yes, um, but usually if it's a couple bucks or whatever, I'm just like, whatever, I'll find a use for it or I'll give it to somebody. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, that's I think, one of, one of the uh, pulls to Amazon, too, is that, you know, you could go in, you could order this stuff, and if you don't like it, most likely, you return it, right? I mean, right. you don't get stuck with something. It's not like the purchase is... Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. They, they keep making the return option easier and easier each time. Yeah. So it's not like you got to go to Target and face someone face-to-face. You just go someplace... Throw and, it and at them, and, and they box it up for you, and it's yeah. all good. Uh, yeah, you don't have to give them the, uh, the the proverbial story, right? Well, I think something's broken yeah. in okay. it. Uh. So, like my son, right? right? My son has these um, microphone headset that he uses for PlayStation. Yeah. And he keeps breaking the microphone because he lets the cord get all tangled up. Now, remember, it. you're on camera, so okay. just careful whatever you're going to say. So, anyways, <laughs> um, we get the headset, and instead of going through the warranty because it's still under warranty. Yeah. We will go to Target, buy a new one, bring it home, give them the new one, put the old one in there, clean it up a little bit, and then take it back to Target in a couple of days and say, hey, the microphone quit working. Yeah, yeah. So well, we're really not going to do anything wrong. It's under yeah. warranty. It's just we're not taking the months to go through the warranty process. Yeah, to send it to the company. Yeah, and Target go just all sends that it back to the company yeah. and say it's defective. So Yeah. So no crime committed here. Okay. No, no, sounds good. Um, um, we got shopping, a few- shopping tips from Stu. Ooh, shopping tips with Stu. I'll put that as a show. Yes, shopping tips with Stu. What were um, you going to say, Max? I don't remember. I was just going to say we got about four minutes left. I want to uh, quickly touch on something that we uh, we uh, teased earlier. We talked about the Races. zoo. Oh, the zoo. The I love zoo. the zoo. Let's um, talk about Marty, this. you want to tell us about the zoo story? I forgot about the zoo story. Yeah, so the zoo. I know they want to uh, make it. Some things. Oh, they want, okay, yeah, they're out sou- in a Southeast Asia exhibit. Yeah, yeah. So you get a bigger room for the tigers yeah. and wow. a bigger room for the more. I think they you know, get a pool and everything, too. They they're, do, because yeah. tigers love water. Yeah. And they say they need, they're they using, like, 38 million dolls to build this. So donate your dolls <laughs> to the You know what's funny? They haven't, up, they haven't fixed yeah. this yet. They have so a it's 38 million doll price tag. 30, it's an article on ABC30. For an immersive uh, project. So bring your dolls and take them to the zoo. Just drop yeah. them off. I'm sure they'll well, love them. Let, read exactly what it says. The $38 million doll price tag on the immersive project will be covered by funds generated by Measure Z. Now, I didn't know, like, when they're taxing us on Measure Z, are they coming into our homes and stealing parts of our dolls? Or how does this work no, exactly? No, only, only Marty does that. So, like, yeah. I'm wondering, though, if, you're, if you have that $38 million, dolls, we pass That's this. a lot of dolls. So yeah. are they, like, like every, what, would be taxed on every, every doll we buy, they take a part of that doll? Is that how this works? No, huh? I think they just order them from Amazon. Oh, I $38 see. $38 million. Dollars. So yeah. they'll just order them from Amazon and, and we the pay the bill. And helicopter brought think, them in. I don't know. But Measure Z, yeah. I'm just bringing like a, a handful of dolls to the zoo tomorrow. Just yeah. say, hey, here's part of the $38 million. Now, like, I, I yeah. do, I'm always excited about these things. Now, I just, I do, I don't know. And this is maybe a personal thing. Like, the, Let's get the zoo. Oh, we got two minutes. So Let's get personal. The personal. zoo is, uh, is it owned animals. by the city? Because why, like, why do we get taxed on the zoo? Well, because we voted it in. Yeah, but, like, you know, I don't go to the zoo. Why am I getting I, taxed on it? Like, why how, are they taking money from me 
to pay for a zoo that I don't animal. go to. We might have to do a... Uh, okay, fine. We'll let the animals loose and see how you do. <laughs> well, well, they no, just not build know. a zoo. They build it like a business like everybody else. Like the Cat Haven, they have places. You know what they do? They don't get tax money. They have to run Member, it like a business. Memberships and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know how the zoo... Now, the zoo's in the park. The park's owned by the city, right? I don't know exactly how the zoo ties in. I think... I think years ago, I'd have to go back and read the history. I know years ago it was a private zoo, and probably at some point, I'm sure, the city came in and took it over. As far as the tax money goes, that was something that was obviously voted on. Even even if they weren't part of the city, I guess you could still tax people to, you know, they basically say, do you want a donation to... Oh, it's not a donation, because I have no way to not We can't it. write it off. But yeah, nor, can I mean, I take, nor can I stop them from taking it out of my check. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so I don't know. They have to be tied to the city then. The zoo has to be tied to the city. It's a small percentage of the tax of the I know. buy. Everything, yeah. Very small everything's a small percentage. It and then adds it adds up. up. Them, I just don't like well, it. Well, listen, I mean. You, we, you don't want the tigers eating Walmart meat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, the no, tigers are great. They usually eat rotten meat. So Thir- this is. 38, 38 million. Let's, we know it's $38 million. That's dolls. a lot of. Well, well, it, it, it says it's dolls. The story says it's dolls. It has to be dolls, it's right? Been like that the for news days. never lies, it right? Never does. It never does. Because you know lies. what? Like I don't use the zoo, but I use this studio. So why don't people give me money for my studio? I'm. I'm. I think well, we, we should. We, 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 what we do like is it. we rip out the wall and we put plexiglass, and then you can say, and then they can just watch us. Like this is actually a brilliant idea. That would yeah. be so hot. In fact, no. Check this out. Instead of plexiglass, we'll set up cameras. They can watch us from anywhere on Earth. Oh, there like you go. Yeah, yeah. Like on, like on YouTube, we'll yeah. live stream. There you and go. Then, and then the city will give us money. To yeah. live stream. Oh, my gosh. Because we're promoting Fresno. I am just, I love this idea. Yeah. Holy smoke. Jeff Bezos, on here we come. We'll write up the grant. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the No Focus Radio Hour. Yes. We really appreciate you uh, listening. For those of you watching on our live stream, um... Thank you. And for those of you listening, check out our live stream on next time we air. Um, we will make sure we post it. That How way you would know we about get it. to our live stream? That's right. I'll put, there'll be a link on our website, lidomindmedia.com, where you can find awesome. us on YouTube. Our uh, our stream name is No Focus uh, Radio, I think. And also, thank you to Jason. I'm sorry we lost thank you, you but Jason. thank you for coming in, being a special guest today. Yes, yeah, we appreciate that. Remember to uh, like and rate our show. Five stars uh, would be appreciated. And that's, uh, that's, correct that's the only correct that's the number. Correct of number. Stars. There's, there's no only other five. Come there's on. Only there's the only good way to. If there's any less, they are wrong. Yeah. And you don't want to be wrong. And if you don't like it, just tell your enemies. Come that's on. right. They'll be your friends then. <laughs>